This following solo shit sucks. Bert, I followed those two back to where they came from. Big fuel trucks don't just disappear, Charlie. I didn't know somebody took it. I was just there all night. No one was there. Liar! Oh, God! <laughs> uh. Oh, shit. Seriously, Michael, are you going to continue to block everyone out and hold back? Keep doing this and you'll keep having episodes like you had with Kelly. We may have lost Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the We're Alive archive. We are talking about Chapter 6. This is The Remains of Eastern Bay, and we're on Part 3 of our endeavor, here with Jenna McCombie, who you might know as Scratch, the amazing, uh, fierce woman antagonist of the series. You might know her. You might know her. You if definitely. you don't know her, you haven't been listening to the series, then why are you listening to us now? This is the archive. But. Yeah. Oh, well, if you just happen to randomly pop in somehow Hello. through our Patreon and listening to this one episode, now you know what it's all about, I guess. <laughs> it's all about Scratch. And I still blush. It never gets old. <laughs> I still blush. Aw, it's just because you're very nice and kind, so. That's true. Not at all like Scratch. No. It's the antithesis. Is that a word? Yes. Yeah, the antithesis. All right. Getting those words right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am joined by uh, our amazing producer, Shanti, and our amazing engineer, Michael Keane, in the background. Hello. You might see them on the other camera behind my yes. glowing dome bowl. We are missing our, our uh, yes, ooh, we are, avatar of the people. We are missing our avatar of the people. He is not going to be here. Traffic is just yeah. going to be eating him alive. So we delayed as long as we could, and now the convoy has left without him. Yeah. That's Hopefully okay. Hopefully he will be uh, fully limbed and ready to come back for our we'll catch up with him next time for sure <laughs> we'll do a little recap beforehand uh maybe we'll even start early to get his impressions of six before the guest gets there ah, um who just knows? yeah we'll we'll have some pre-time next time um and we don't know who's going to join us next time so just tune in and find out we shall see yeah <laughs> so let's dive in here to uh the last part as we uh continue our adventure into the episode uh, this is one of our longer uh, parts of the three. And uh, as we have comments and as they come up, we can talk about them. Let go. Let's see here. Any notes I have? Um, dong, dong, dong. Lots of swearing in this episode again. <laughs> I, I, I like it just keeps on coming up. Oh, there is a part where we talk about Flying Solo, which was the name of a uh, reality TV show that Blair and I were on. Really? Yes. Wasn't picked up. It was on Lifetime, and we were... The feature was Flying Solo, which she was trying to fly on her own in the entertainment world, and she was an intern and things like that. And huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was online. Very few people saw it, but it was uh, interesting. It's buried in some archives at Lifetime now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Might come up someday. Who knows? It was getting dark fast, so I made my way to the roof of a local shop outside the mall. So he's now on the stakeout. We've had a Mexican standoff. Now we have a stakeout. Of unknown nationality. Flying solo. I love to put little references of things in there. <laughs> the show didn't suck, but, you know. Well played. Hey, who you calling a fact 
finally you guys figured this thing out. Over. Was that Angel? You can forget that over shit. We've been waiting here a while. What took you so long? I followed those two back to where they came from. I love he's in the background. He's louder than Michael. <laughs> he's still pissed. What? It looks like they fortified a strip mall and are guarding it like a fortress. They have all the outsides boarded up with scouts. Bert has my opinion of this strategy. <laughs> it's true. It's a strategically bad place to stay. Later on, they talk about how many people they lost because it was such a horrible setup. Well, there are other people at the prison. <laughs> no, they just didn't want to be at the prison anymore because if you're a prisoner, would you want to stay there? Sure. If you've been forced to stay there for so long, true, you wouldn't. True, true. Even if it's a safe haven, you're like, no, I want freedom. Got it. Out. That was my reasoning behind it anyway. Like, didn't make sense to have them there. Yeah. Our music selection has improved in this episode slightly from the last one. Just yeah. little bits here and there. Birdies. Letting know every... Birdies are, like, We're sensing outside. that there's no danger at all. That's true. And then this guy's getting killed in front of the birds. Oh, I mean, Scratch isn't really that scary. The birds stay around. <laughs> now, we change sound perspectives here. We go into the scene, get close to the characters. You're worthless. You smell that? No. Not you two. You can't smell shit. Now this is an interesting thing. The the Maulers figured out the smell thing of the infected before our group did. Look at all that They also figured out where the arena was before our team too. That's why the uh the tankers are you know, we're in a, already a thing for, for coming up for a later chapter. So Durai was already on his game in that regard. They were already figuring out more of the world than our team. I didn't. You fucked up big time. Did you just fall asleep, Charlie? Because if you did, swear, please, I did. How did she make such a show of it? Yeah. You did it. You you, you sleep. Did it. <laughs> well, she's she's illustrating it to the people in the towers because they're basically she's making witnesses of his confession. Mm-hmm. My scar. Charlie is played by uh, Tom Szynski, a nice uh, actor, friend of mine. Who didn't deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it did. <laughs> Hopefully none of the... Well, he gets to witness, you know, what I'm capable of. Yeah. They have to see the worst of you to know how really 
how great you can be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad Bert wasn't the one. Mercy. <laughs> I guess I fell asleep. I don't know. Man, when you cut a person up, you can make them say anything. Yeah. So now you just threw your knife at him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> really? Really now? You know a bullet would be faster. Splug. Do you need it? They're, they're getting closer. We don't have all fucking day. Why the rush? We got our confession. That's all we needed. The guards could hear him from here. Why'd you waste a bullet? Because it's one less if they turn him. Come on. He's right. But the interesting thing is they used one bullet, but now they're drawing in a lot more infected that are going to take more bullets. Yeah. So. Is he the smarter one? East Tower! Light up the rooftop to my left! Holy shit! Movement! We got movement on the roof! It was all for this moment. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah. Poking holes in my own story, but hey. It's what I do. I think Saul has an MP5 at this point. Does he? I think that's what that is. That's a machine gun. Mm-hmm. But the weapon that Saul uses, I believe, is an MP5 of that, in that mission. I think it was one of Bert's. And then we don't see, hear it again for the rest of the series. Maybe he lost it. I think he did. I think that was the intention I originally had. I tried to diversify the weapons a little bit. I was like, yeah, Bert had everything. <laughs> Why not? Also, it gives you more to play with as an audio designer. Yeah. Why choose one gun when you can have all of the guns? We all can't have Shirley's. I know, sadly. <laughs> or can we? Dun, dun, dun. Just wait here if he radios back. <laughs> the play out. Students seen him out there. He runs back, grabs his dog, and dives into the back seat as tons of those things just pile onto the back of the car. Someone has a crush. She's impressed. Oh, hey, Michael. You heard from Saul yet? Your knife in shiny armor on his way home? Riley, no. <laughs> really? It's not like that. Looking back on it, I'm like, I have this boy-obsessed girl, and that's her dimension right now. I'm like, really, really, Casey? But, hey. You learn. You grow yeah. as a writer. The characters all grow, too. Yeah, they get... They get better. Everyone, stand back. But I can understand the perspective. Like, people who are listening to it now are like, it does sound a little dated in that way. It'd be natural for someone to have a crush on somebody else, though, I think, too, at this time. Yeah. They feel safe with them. They're... Yeah. It gives them a chance to have to depend on them. Especially in high adrenaline situations, those feelings feel like they're a lot more significant than they actually are, too. Well, thanks for the defense. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a teaser. 
such a keeter. I missed him. Yeah, and, and she's talking now about using her straightener. <laughs> she wants to look pretty. It's true. Well, some girl's hair does get really tangled. I get that, so. I think at the time, Blair's was, like, really curly, and she had to have a straightener. I think that was my commentary to it, of, like, yeah. you really need to have your straightener. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're adults, right? Right. Mom's the word, you got it? You too, Michael. And you do hear Riley's crush on Lizzie throughout the scene very bluntly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, it's pretty obvious. You know, Michael, I am beginning to think that you're a very depressed person. Because he's sighing all the time. I just have other things on my mind. Like what? Things. Seriously, Michael, are you going to continue to block everyone out and hold back? Keep doing this, and you'll keep having episodes like you had downstairs with Kelly. Lizzie's the therapist, and you're lecturing me? Maybe I know you better. Michael internalizes everything. I had that's my note. You talk with anyone about <laughs> you? <laughs> it's true. He definitely does. It's a good thing he has a log to get those thoughts out. Otherwise, we'd never know what he was thinking. <laughs> true. You may have lost Saul. Just as she's almost leaving the door. Yeah. <laughs> Important piece of information. <laughs> Wait, come back. How do you know he was leaving us? Oh, something was going down during his last transmission. We haven't heard a word since. And Lizzie? No, don't say anything until we know for sure. He has a soft spot for Riley, too. Like, every time in the beginning of the series, like, Riley was always there, like, finding the smoke. She was right there downstairs when dealing with Kelly and even now so it's he she is sort of like the 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 comfort that he needed to have in some ways while Pegs was being Pegs he couldn't share good old Pegs if Pegs because if he told Pegs that something happened with Saul she'd be like oh my god I'm she would yeah yeah So emotional. It's just, it's their very first thing. Michael, you need to come see this. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. What, what, what is it? They're all gone. Who? What? Them. Uh, snap. <laughs> Boop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is a longer episode. Yeah, it is a lot longer episode. I checked the monitors outside the building once the power came back on, and I didn't notice anything. And then I realized they're in the lobby. There isn't anything outside. All the bodies are gone. Beep beep beep. Every single piece. There's still tons of stains left, but nothing else. You sure none of our people cleaned this up? They would have had to do it in the middle of the night. I mean, who in this tower? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> there were hundreds of bodies out when Bert and Lizzie got back yesterday. That was a very quick way of getting through that. Check the video footage. Power was out. It wasn't recording anything. Maybe we should check around, see if anyone heard anything. Who was on watch last night? Uh, I'll ask the guy. I forget his name, but he lives on the third. Did you hear that? Leopold. What? What is it? 
Should we get inside? No, not them. Listen. It's a bee of some sort. A cow. <laughs> I'd say a cow. You were too good for that. Holy shit! Ho hold on, okay? You could at least wait till I'm off the scooter. Sup, boss man? Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, nice to see you too. For a guy who barely shakes you one hand, you shut up. Uh, people change. In six chapters. <laughs> and an apocalypse. True. It's very true. Just about did too. I can be my own smart ass. Damn near got my ass blown off. And chewed on all at the same time. Lucky for me, the zombies didn't chase me down like they did the girl shooting at me. Two close calls in two days. It's starting to be a habit with you. Yeah, you you heard about that one. Well, this one was not my fault. I think I need a few days off of scavenger duty. What do you think, Mikey? Nah, -uh. don't be calling me that. <laughs> From mushy to Nip it in the bud right there. Yep. Don't even start. How don't do it, Mike? I hope some zombie thug steals it. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, it's like cruising around picking up zombie ladies, and they're like, "I'm not going with you unless I have an extra helmet." And he's like, "No matter, you're dead. What does it matter? You're not laughing." I don't remember if that was improvised or written. Come on, Saul. We really huh. need to. It sounds improvised. It, I, maybe. It sounds like a continuation of uh, the zombie threesome joke from the last session. True. Episode. I, I, I'm going to look. Hold on. You can keep playing. While you're up there, you should grab a random. It wouldn't be random if I grabbed it. No, I mean, uh, oh, true. Our live streamers want to play the choose a random script and guess that, what chapter it's from that's, game. That's her privilege. Mm. Explain the rules after this one. I get it now. I know how they're coming after us. Um, okay. It's like cruising around picking up zombie ladies and I'm like, I'm not going to go with you unless you have a good town. And he's like, doesn't matter. You're dead. What's the matter? You're not laughing. You're not funny. Okay, I did write it. <laughs> oh, I did write that joke. Yep. But I bet this is another Michael bitch session. As if he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it, Bert's is so hypocritical. It's part of his character. He is. That's why when he steps up to the leadership role later on, it's like everything falls apart because like, reality. <laughs> It makes sense, doesn't it? I think you. Yeah, I mean. Oh, hey. Shit. Sorry. Excuse me. Come for me. Hey. I mean. All that's in the script. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I found this dress today. Just because we're stranded here doesn't mean we. You can't look nice, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. It's my lift. Everyone's here. You ready? <laughs> Everybody, we got some news. Hey! <laughs> Angel, you got a map or something? Yeah. Yeah, the Burt line is not in the script. No, it isn't. It was a generic that I did. That was canned one. Yep. Build a scene with what you got, pieces that you have. That's true. Well, much worse than that. Here's the map. 
anyone here know what this place is right here? Ethan Bay? Yeah. Well, bad news is what kept us safe from them before this all went down. Kept them safe from getting eaten. That's the place where they held the... Nasty the nasty nasties. Yeah, we know. <laughs> These were some bad peeps in that locker. And I think many survived. Bertlidge and I ran into two of them outside the tanker depot here. Pretty close. I followed them back to their home um, a few miles north, northeast. They have fortified a little strip mall. I think somewhere around here. You want to get your shop on, Kelly? I'm sure they'd love. Oh, poor Kelly. Lawyer. Can you imagine <sighs> what they do to you? You know what? Easy, Bert. Oh my God, that's far away from. Still here, not right? over the. Right. Little coup. Mm -hmm. If it's not zombies, it's... We're telling you all this because you all deserve to know everything that we're up against. That way, if you see another survivor outside these walls, you don't assume they're as welcoming as us. Welcoming? Yeah, they're uh, they're by LAX. If anybody's wondering. Mm. Right, they have at least a hundred or so. Model. There's a big mall there that I kind of like used as like a marker. But... Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the Westfield, right? Yeah. Yep. But I just changed it for the story of ours. Michael and I agree that once they got out, many of them didn't get the oceans right down the street. Yeah, and the fuel depot is not too far off. Mm -hmm. I think there is one that I used. I have to not look because then I become absorbed in the words. <laughs> and then I just stop talking. No, you want to just read along with the lines. I do, and then I just don't say anything. There you go. I feel like that's an actor thing. Oh, well, now I'm not going to talk. <laughs> I just wanted to get away from me. Sorry. I was doing the same. Oh, the notes are in here too. Yeah, they're all the original directing scripts. Not too many notes in the margins on those. Saul, why don't you show me the other part of it? You sure? I mean, we're not positive about it. It's unproven, but maybe someone here might know something. Know what? Okay. Well, we don't know this for sure. Walker. Angel, you wanna? Yeah, sure. Okay. Look, we've had several run-ins with them so far. I feel like uh, they skipped the zombies. Hey, sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hay is actually a can thing too. That was oh, insert. Hey. Yep. <laughs> Let me check. I'm just curious. Behind closed doors, hiding in the apartments, something's drawing them to us. We think it has something to do with our smell. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the zombies thing is is not in the script. It was added after. I mean, they're thinking of shit I didn't put together. Still, it's fun to give them shit. It's not just you. No. To everyone. Well, it does make me feel a little bit better. He's writing. He's writing it down in the meeting right now too. Give soldiers shit. I'm not wasting my other time. They left me alone soon after. So we cover ourselves in alcohol? I'm liking this idea. Hey, uh, Kelly. Me, Casey, a movie came out recently where there were people that were infected and people who were not infected disguised themselves with uh, an ointment that removed their scent. Huh. Yeah. It, uh, the Girl with All the Gifts has uh, Glenn Close in it. It's on huh. Amazon. Did not know that. Yeah, it came out like a year or two ago. 
Well, at least we established it first. Yes, much earlier. So that's why it's like, it's like, hey, I don't have to worry about like if anybody, because there's a lot of like nerd authenticity out there. Mm -hmm. As long as it's published and out there and got dates, yeah. we're like, ah, right, we're cool. We get it first. So whatever we build from Maybe here is like bragging rights. Or you inspired it. Yeah. You never know. People borrow from stuff all the time, and we we borrowed things from other things. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I can. I had to take a bunch of useless classes in college. Well, anything. You Ours is taken from ants. Oh, not not the movie the ants. Oh, oh, actual ants. <laughs> like the physical movie ants. ants was and a pheromones movie. and the colonization and and that aspect of them. Mm -hmm. They're very they're social like ants, but yet. A mammalian like uh, primates. So it's a little merger between the two. Interesting. That makes sense. I like that. Yeah, the social structure and hierarchy of, of primates is very uh, uh, close to ours in some ways. It's kind of a blending between the two. Why the hell would they do that? Do you think they eat them? It's hard to say to why they would. Like ants take their dead back, that something comes up in the next episode. Mm -hmm. The poker game. They do take their dead back, yeah. What more is there? But they feed off of them in there. Mm -hmm. Where? Where do they take them? Da, da, da. Dati's gonna find out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. That is the end of six. chapter six. The remains of Eastern Bay. Hey. But <laughs> yes, they're very much like ants, as yeah. we were saying. They're they're colonizations and things like that they come from underground there's a lot of, there's a lot of little like nuances of their uh the way that they communicate and the way that they do things matter of fact actually would you grab a book on the shelf back there it's there's a language book on the top right uh radio drama theory practice uh it's definitely not a radio drama book uh ah, language yep instruct something yeah this was Woo! change that's okay so this was like a, oh. yeah this actually had to do with a lot oh. of the uh original concepts for some of the communications of language and love to read that that was uh part of how they communicated and things like that so um it was sort of the idea that some things are intrinsic in nature versus mm. um versus not so yeah i like that that yeah, so that was there's a, there's there was a lot of little research that went into um, sort of their communication and how they reacted because it's like a combination of of you know like I was saying the ants and uh, primates and there is a lot of hierarchy there is sort of like an alpha who's in charge who they yeah. you know gives orders and and in primate structure there is an alpha who basically will give orders and things like that um, and so as the uh, species evolves through we're alive. Uh, and past this point of what we've seen in the normal series, uh, they become very... Uh, uh, Angel talks about zombie cliques and things like that, where there's groupings, while there are different tribes in a way. Hmm. So that's something that they end up branching off into later on, but to be continued at later times. Doom, doom, doom. Sweet. Yeah. That was you know. fun. When that when that time does appear, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. Like when we when we start to get deeper and deeper in the lore of what what happens with them, that's when it really gets more unique and interesting. I think more for our story. It's yeah. scarier. Yeah. Yes. This isn't the the average like slow moving. I'm gonna eat you if I get you. This is some you gotta you have to have whip. 
Yeah. Yeah. And in some ways, in some ways, also they are um, more evolved than humans in some ways in the way that they can do things. I mean, they can mm -hmm. eat things that we can't. Is that you know their survival is actually better than ours in a way. Yeah. So you have to kind of look at it at different different perspectives. Sure. But that's yeah, that is true. We made it all the way through, guys. Yeah, so that's that's the end of the episode. Uh, I know we have some dying questions from fans. We do. We're going to actually answer them this time. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. We are going to answer these fan questions. Let me see. We have a lot of good ones for you, Jenna. Oh, oh, my gosh. Do, 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 uh, uh, Joshua Kieser on Patreon asks, uh, what was everyday life like? For Latch and Scratch. Who was Scratch? Or when? what was Scratch like before the Scratch? And where did she learn how to fight? And I know there are only so much of that those questions you can answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely like a Casey question. Um, I, it depends on when their life was. I mean, if we're talking... Because there's a, there's a part in Scratch's life um, where things went really sour. And it was when the, you know that she got the Scratch yeah. and she was basically... Uh, more or less like forced into the hand that she was dealt at that point. But there was a time of innocence when they weren't um, this aggressive and hostile. Um, but it was sort of like that was the life that uh, their family and mother had chosen for them. And, you know, that just sort of had to be where it had to be. I think maybe you can answer the last part of it is where did she learn how to fight? Um from the family from like her environment there they have uh like they have training programs they have the sort families. of like their families have their own like schooling system in a way where they sort of teach you and the people who know the stuff who are experts bring up the next sort of people who are coming in sort of like the bad hogwarts in a way <laughs> yeah let um, me teach you how to be a you know a bad guy <laughs> we'll just put you in slytherin here this is your training camp. It's Missy. all, it's not, well, it's, Slytherin is ambition. This is more or less like the school of, you know, evil. I don't know. <laughs> well, they, they all had, they, they all had different enough. intentions and things like that. So it sort of depends on what level and what family you were in too. So they all had their roles and responsibilities. Mm, it yeah. gets really complicated and thick. And how they relate to one another too. Mm -hmm. huh. Each family had their, their own role in the world. Gosh. Guys watching the live stream right now are learning so much. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, moving on to Twitter questions. Uh, Steelhouse uh, asks, when you were able to show a little emotion when talking about the baby, was it nice to show more depth or did you prefer to hmm. stick to Psycho Scratch? Whew. <laughs> um... This was the, I, th I do believe, this is whenever you called me out to tell me what happened to me and why I couldn't have a child. Yeah. Because I, I actually had a really hard time connecting with, the, uh, connecting with Lizzie at the, in that particular scene until, until Casey revealed a little bit more because I didn't know where this emotion was coming from. I go, why do I care Yeah. she has mm -hmm. a baby and, and what... And I, act, I actually had to ask the questions um, to try to, because I, I mean, I, as I went in there and I was reading it and I was going back and forth, I just, I felt like I just wasn't getting it. Like it was a complete affront to the characters. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, I'm forcing this now. 
and I, I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt more unnatural showing emotion until I got a little bit more information than I, I was figuring it out. But go doing psycho scratch and, sarcat and sarcasm and um, being passive aggressive, that, that came a little easier because I got to do it more often. Yeah. So it, it, whenever she was being like n nice, vulnerable. quote unquote nice and vulnerable, mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Where does this come from? Yeah, it's like, well, I shouldn't have been listening to the music coming into today. Well, and I think also part of the choice in that moment is like trust and you want her to trust you in some ways. Like she's like, why are you so why are you being so nice to me? And it's like, because I am and you need to trust me that I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. And of course, you know, my word is always gold it's coming from scratch. Yeah. So well, we did establish that. Yeah, I know. It's like I really didn't do much beforehand to make you trust me, but I'm just telling you to. <laughs> Aziz Alshamari, I think I pronounced that correctly, um, asks, if you had to choose between being a movie superstar or a superstar of audio drama, which would you choose and why? It's an easy choice. I don't, I like, well, I don't know. In my mind, I'm you like, would say movie I would, well, because you get to impact more people through movies. Maybe yeah. one day this will be so popular that we're like recognized in that way. But. I, w I wish audio drama was more effective. Yeah, I would um, agree with that. I, but, you know, people are visual. Mm -hmm. People like to see things. I mean, see things blow up, see things die. Just, you know, they like to see that stuff. So as far as... Um, there are many people that have a lack of imagination. That's it's true. And it's like to, to, to behoove our listeners and people who follow the story so much is like mm -hmm. they have an imagination. And that's the reason exactly, why they get yeah. into the story. I think you as go, much guys. They do. And that, I mean, that part I love. I love whenever, you know, they finally even saw some really. Oh, I didn't picture you to look like that. Like that made me feel good. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> so you had your own idea. Like, I, I love that. Mm -hmm. So, no, it's never. Um, I, I, I love when people try to create in their own head exactly how something should be, what it should be like, and then trying to fix it, trying to like tweak it a little bit. It, that's that's good, it means they care, they, they're really listening. They also create their own version of Scratch too in their head, which yeah. is like, they they put themselves a little bit into your role, which is yeah. something that's kind of unique in that way. Yeah, and that I, I think that's great. We all do it. I think if you enjoy being entertained in movies, in radio, in, in stuff like this, Part of you will put it in there if you are truly affected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't help it. Your mind mm -hmm. wants to fill in those gaps too. Yeah, and you want to feel what they feel, and you, you like you like to feel. Oh my gosh, I just <laughs> conquered that beast, and you. I mean, you like that feeling. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny question. I'm throwing it in there because it's funny. Okay. Jeff Boyles asks, "Did you ever bring cookies to a recording session and tell people they were made from scratch?" If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. It's a Carl Sagan quote. Um, uh, true. Sorry, I just had to throw it out there. Wah, wah, wah. Did you ever bake for the cast? <laughs> Are you a baker? I don't think I did, no. I don't think I ever made cookies, nothing, Buckeyes, nothing. <laughs> what are Buckeyes? Oh my gosh, they're a modified peanut butter ball dipped in chocolate. It is so good. Ooh, I love it. I do make with those. Peanut butter. I thank you. 
it's like a Reese cup on steroids. It's it's much much better. Mm. I think I know what those are, and I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. that's really good. Getting hungry, guys. Yes, <laughs> I do make that, especially around this time of year. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. it's a mm -hmm. holiday kind of thing. Yeah. I'll Sorry, I didn't bake any I'll cookies. Oh, Mr. Burns, that. <laughs> Mr. Burns. And Excellent. I believe that is it for our questions today. Oh, thanks, guys. I mean, really great questions. Yeah, they were great. You really made me think. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I uh, never thought about this, really some smart of those things. Fans and they really fans. are, and they dive deep, deep in there. So, thank you all for your your questions. Keep them coming as we continually give you guys a little bit more and more. Like some of the stuff that, uh, like the family tree and things like that, are like little really cool things I could tell you now considering we've continued to develop more stuff as as a series has progressed so mm -hmm. thank you very much for tuning in yeah absolutely thank you guys for taking the time to hang and we still and have listen. one we still have one little segment for you you get to choose any script up there choose a page from any of those scripts read maybe a line and see if i can see guess can what it. chapter and part it is and i will uh, continue to look down and not look where you're going the thing so any down. line any line from any any portion and then i'm gonna try and guess last time i got it wrong by one chapter so no pressure. really only one chapter huh yeah but i got it wrong so that's not <laughs> <laughs> it's not a win on my it's okay tally right now here's your redemption shot i know that's why i'm worried Okay, because there's so little. I want to. I. I. It's like, hey, you, Saul. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I was. I'm I mean, really. I'm really cruel. looking for kind of a line. If, you, if, if they're that short, you have to give me a couple then, at least. But. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, see. All right. You got something? Yeah, you just want one line, right? Uh, we can start with one, and then maybe you can give me a second or something. Okay. Then shove the camera down there as deep as you can. Hmm. So, my guess. I'm not sticking my hand in there. <laughs> oh, God. Why oh, is this so hard? Um, this is, I think they're putting the camera. Let's see if our fans can get it. I know. Uh, I think this is the. the they where... beat them last time. Yeah, they did. Um, I, I, I think I know what it is, but I'm trying to figure it out uh, first. Is it's. Um, when they're re-clearing out the lobby, uh, I think that would be chapter f No, wait. Can you repeat the line for me again? Yeah. <laughs> it says, uh, then shove the camera down there as deep as you can. I just hear Scratch saying it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was like, this isn't something she'd say. She'd be so much That's worse. That's throwing me off, too, because it's another character. Okay. Work, so. <laughs> I couldn't say this like the other character, though. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, you could. Maybe, maybe then shove the camera down there as deep as you can. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hard to imitate. I know the, the voice of this guy. Both of them had very distinct voices. Ooh, yeah, this is a hard one. Has anybody in the fan chat got it? Not yet. Oh man. Oh, want me to keep going? I want to say uh, my my intuition is chapter four. But I don't even think I'm close on that. No, I'm not. Okay. Give another close. <laughs> All right, go, give me one more line. I'm... I'm not sticking my hand in there. I think we can. Let's see. 
Mm. Maybe of the line before might give a little more of a hint. You think the first one? Yeah, this go one? from Take a Few. Oh, way up there. Okay. Take a few. What the hell's under there? Sewer or something? Ah. Oh, good. Ah. That's good. Ah, okay. So, all right. So, we are. Uh, this is a scene with Tanya and Saul. At, uh, they're at Ground Zero back at Inglewood. Um, and they're, they shove the camera deep down in there and take the picture. It's with the, the Polaroid. Now, the chapter number is when they're returning back. I remember it was... I'm going to go with a guess here. I'm going to say chapter 38. You're, you're, you're much closer than your first guess, but it's not with Tanya and Saul. Oh, it's with Victor. It's with Victor. Mm. And Tanya. Yeah. Oh, no, Victor and Saul. Victor and Saul. Yeah. Uh, and I said 38, and you I got it wrong. Okay, so yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, so it must be, uh, man, 33. 39, mm -mm. 40, mm -mm. 28. <laughs> Holy crap, really? <laughs> um, wow. I got you good this You time. got me really yeah. good. Oh, man, and I don't know my series as well as I used to anymore. Holy crap. got closer than you did. Last they guessed Saul and Victor breath. first in chapter thirty. Oh, oh that, they were yeah. very close. Oh man, I failed. So the fans win again. Uh, the fans win again. <laughs> man, I am not doing well in this game. You'll have oh. to go through all your scripts again. <laughs> Study up. Know but every line. That's you know what. At one point I could and I bet you did. Yeah. Like it is. It's getting to be a little old, guys. I'm getting to be. I'm getting <laughs> old in in age, and it's getting to be a while. I'm not making excuses, not but I am. Old. Um. But that was no. great. Good job. You win. Yay! You won a point. Jenna won the point today. Aww. The fans win. So, <laughs> so thank you very much. That wraps up today with uh, Chapter 6, The Remains of Eastern Bay. Join us next time. We don't know who's going to be here, but I do know that we're going to be covering Chapter 7, which is Blood, Sweat, and Fears, which has go to do ahead, with, uh, who knows, maybe we'll just have Lizzie back because it's uh, her little test there. Yeah. Um, sweat. Kind of a, kind of a, Made sense of bring bringing her back on. We'll be we'll be nicer this time. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thank you all for joining us. Uh, we might stick around here for a few more minutes and play a little Mario uh, if you're tuning into our live stream. So uh, so thank you very much. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, thank you again. And this is signing off for Casey and Jenna as Scratch. Thank you guys so much. Yay. Happy holidays. Yeah, Happy holidays. Happy and our producer. Sean T. Rowe, back here on camera this time. And our faithful engineer. What's your name? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Michael. It's a different Michael. I promise. Well, thank you, guys. I get it now. I know how they're coming after us. Through our sweat. Fire. <laughs> Chicken wings. Um, I want you to do it a little bit more awkward. Angel, take off your headsets and go over there and, and actually do it too. Sup, boss man? Oh, hey, nice to see you, Michael. Uh, this time, Bert, you hug him. Getting hugs left and right. I can't complain. I'm just getting love. All right, here we go.